Hello, and welcome to another episode of Edgeguard. My name is Blake. Oh, shit. Trailer voice. <laughs> this is my trailer voice. Today, we're going to talk about a In mobile a game. In a world where two white guys have a podcast. <laughs> oh, man, that's like... That is this world we live in. There is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we live in that world. In That's a world sure. where two college-educated white guys in their mid-twenties started a podcast. <laughs> oh, no. I feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel too seen. I just called myself out, put myself on blast. No, it's good. We got to self, it's self-crit. We got to stay, uh, <laughs> stay woke. Um, <laughs> You're what Jordan, is this podcast about, though? Well, I'm Blake, you're Jordan, that's the first thing, this podcast oh, yeah, is about yeah. video game, and this particular podcast, as an episode of this podcast, is about a game called Don't Trip, which I just realized now is like a play on like, don't trip, like don't... Trip out? Yeah, like don't freak to. out, don't bug out on me. Uh, uh, I already realized that, but also it took me a minute to, I played, <laughs> it wasn't until after I would finished playing... I was like, oh, yeah. oh shit. Uh, yeah, this game is uh, by Noodle Cake Studios, <laughs> which... Um, Inc. <laughs> yeah, Noodle Cake Studios, Inc., which uh, <laughs> by what I guess they're uh, pretty prolific uh, in the in making mobile games. Oh, damn. I didn't realize they were, but yeah, look at that. They yeah, they got, they got hella three, mobile games. Three pages bro. of mobile games. Yeah, they, they getting out there. I guess maybe they're just one of those shops that just like pumps out a bunch of mobile games yeah um, <laughs> they have one called bitcoin billionaire huh hmm. um anyway as you might have guessed this game is uh maybe stretches the definition of uh games on the fringe uh this yes. is a this is like <laughs> a a pretty we didn't know though going into it no i yeah you're right i did not know uh but <laughs> this game is like a pretty mobile ass mobile game uh, let's say yeah, that's, <laughs> like that's what you said that's what you said before we started recording i was like yes yeah that is 100 percent right you need to say that in the podcast it's got it mobile daily challenges it's, like, it's got like loot crates it's got microtransactions it's, it's got, got in-game ads it's got ads uh it's got coin doublers it's uh it's um, even got um <laughs> uh like in-game challenges that require spending money to pass not necessarily it's you can you don't have to spend how do you unlock shoes without paying money uh you get coins in the game by playing naturally oh well did you wait did you spend money i wasted two (laughs) dollars you idiot (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) i decided i could spend two dollars you know out of uh purely academic uh, (laughs) podcast research (laughs) Yeah, this is uh this is very uh, vital research that needs to happen. I, I'll charge it to the non-existent podcast research fund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we charge it to the. It's Patreon just, just Blake's credit card. Yet. I uh, I stole your info. Ah, uh, damn it! <laughs> I've been charging games to it. Ah, uh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so like, I guess the reason we came to this game is because it it, it is uh is billed as a silly walking simulator, uh, which I is kind of. I thought it was going to be a little bit more poking fun at the the uh, sort of first person genre of walking simulator that we, yeah, we yeah. kind of think mo- walking walking simulator to be like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's what it means. It's like Gone Home, Tacoma, uh, Edith Finch type of game. Yes. Uh, it, it doesn't. It's not like I think 
maybe this game came about because someone was joking about like what if you made a walking simulator that actually simulates walking but like yeah thematically it's uh, like walking simulator in the way the hand simulator is a hand simulator yeah, no, or like, uh, um, what's the other one? Surgeon Simulator that you're yes, like. Yeah, because it is, It is. I mean, it's not quite as um, uh, fumble core as yeah, that yeah. one because it's not like the the like drive of the game. It's not seeing yourself spectacularly fail at a simple task. Uh-uh. Um, but it is sort of like what if we turned some like banal everyday kind of motion into a game mechanic. Sure, sure. So basically... Um, probably the, the the biggest thing about this game uh is the the sort of control scheme uh which is that it's it's a mobile game uh i think we both played on ios but i'm yeah i'm I sure did, it's yeah. available on android as well or probably is um but you you have two little shoes that are represented on the screen and you hold your phone kind of it kind of behooves you to like hold it down below your head like kind of hold your phone so the screen is facing straight up toward the sky and you you place basically you place your thumb and it like sets a foot and then as you you like move your phone you rotate it around and the accelerometer picks up your motion and it like so you're 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 i don't know how to describe it like it, it's it's kind of difficult to describe but you're basically it's like it's like imagine that you are in a snowboard but instead of your legs it's your fingers instead of a snowboard it's a phone, and then that motion you have to do in order to huh. walk while you're in a snowboard is kind of what you have to do. Yeah, but uh, I, I, the thing that but, should be clear is you, you're moving you, the whole you lift phone. One, yeah, you, you lift one finger at a time and then yeah. rotate the whole phone. Yeah, so you're like pinching. What I was doing is I was like pinching with my thumb and forefinger, my thumb being on the screen, yes. my forefinger being on the back of the phone, and yes. then using my other forefinger with my phone is balanced on to like move forward. And you have to like take these steps. You kind of like walking yourself forward, trying to avoid stepping on. Uh, there's a bunch of little like, uh, well, there's a few different maps and environments, but so there's like the, the first one is that you're just like walking through what looks like a little house and there's like toys on the ground and yeah. shoes and a Roomba with knives on it. Um, many Roombas with many knives. Ro- yeah yeah Roombas with knives Roombas without <laughs> knives Roombas with axes uh lots of Roombas these uh, is a very bougie situation you know those things are like <laughs> 300 bucks a pop and then you least. have to watch out for them <laughs> yeah yeah Roombas are horrible. true true bougie life yeah avoiding well, Roombas I think that's what Room- they do all day right <laughs> what's that just use a Roomba just let watch their <laughs> just Roomba avoid go Roombas. around oh yeah that's what that's what rich people do they just avoid Roombas <laughs> no like a a Roomba is like medium rich because if you're rich enough, you just have a maid. Oh, that's true. But if you're not rich, then you got two Roombas. <laughs> or a Roomba for every floor of your house. Or if you're really, really rich, you have a maid, and then that maid that has, maid has a, Roomba. Have a Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> the maid lives in her own suite, her, his or her own suite out back, and that has a Roomba. That's a Roomba. The, you're able to pay the <laughs> maid well enough. That they can afford a Roomba. This is a horrible tangent, uh, but uh, um, it this is like a a pretty. Um, I would say it's like a novel idea, and it's it's a very non-standard control scheme. Like I can't even really think of a well. I can't think off the top of my head of a specific game where um, moving 
what I'm controlling it with in the real world changes the frame through which I am viewing the game and what I'm actually seeing. Right. So like, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't think of a game like that other than like Google glass. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Um, and I wondered if it used, I mean, I don't know how like iPhone movement tracking technology uh works, but I imagine it's like the same principle. Um, but yeah, I can't. I, li- I literally cannot think of any game that has this walking mechanic. Mm-hmm. This like particular combination of walking plus phone movement. But yeah, and it's, even yeah. the the screen movement itself, I cannot think of very many. Certainly, yeah, it's it's like it's kind of novel, right? Like, yeah, if uh, looking at it, it's like it's 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 cool, and it feels. I mean, it's kind of. I don't know. It can be a little kludgy at times, but for the most part, it, you get kind of good at like, or at least I was able to like get pretty comfortable, like walking at a relative, uh, relatively high speed. The biggest problem I had was like mm. my fingers sliding once I had like started like pivoting the phone, uh, yeah. and then like hitting stuff. Cause it, cause you can like, once you set your foot, like it's not actually set it yeah, just slide. goes where your thumb is or where your mm-hmm. finger that's holding it on is so if that slides and you slide into an obstacle that ended up being what what uh what ended my runs most oh, of the time really? yeah was that? just that like my thumb mm-hmm. slipped as i was trying to like rotate around and find where to go next and i happened to uh bump into something that i had set my foot very close to interesting i didn't actually have as much I, that it did happen to me some one thing that kept happening to me um was that the the two directions never seemed to be perfectly equal so mm. i would take a step i i it's like i wasn't walking as far with my left foot as i was my right so i gradually mm. was like spinning until the like phone had spun 90 degrees and it was like oh yeah, and so and, there's and a way to fix to, that. I would have to like reset. I would have to then take both fingers yep, off, yep. move the yeah, yeah. So that, that did the, happen to you a bit. That took yeah, me yeah. a stu- It took me longer than it should have to realize I could just do that. Uh-huh. Um, so I, there were moments where I was like trying to put my phone like upside down. I, I look <laughs> like an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it gets very yeah. uncomfortable very fast because basically the 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 phone always uh, uh it's a it's a run based game. So you're trying to get. Uh, further yes. along and the further you get the higher your score so there's like a little uh, arrow at the top of the screen that's pointing or I guess it's not at the top of the screen it's wherever forward is is yes. where it points um, yes. and so what Jordan was describing is like if you like I don't I couldn't actually quite exactly put my finger on it's like what the video was game causing equivalent it of one of the the wheels on your shopping cart being loose <laughs> yeah you just like slowly <laughs> drift in one direction drift until left. it's like totally it left for me yeah I don't know if it was always the same for me I, I couldn't quite put my finger on like what was causing it to happen I think what was causing it to happen was that um my thumb like it was the screen was slipping on my thumb or like something about my grip was readjusting as I was turning. So it's like the the camera was changing because the phone was turning, but in actuality, Uh, like my thumb was moving also. I I don't know. I couldn't quite put my finger on like what exactly was happening. Cause I mean, I, I sort of just assumed, I guess, again, I don't know enough about phone technology to say (laughs) this, but I just assumed that like the motion sensor of my accelerometer was not the accelerometer was not um, like, sensitive enough to mm. to be used for a game mechanic in this way you know like it just huh. like 
that was my assumption that it just like yeah I because what is what is your phone actually that. use it for like uh, like directional All kinds of stuff like the yeah, compass like, in it yeah, directional yeah, and uh, like rotational like there's a lot of uh i mean the most obvious thing is like when you His rotate your phone is... and the screen rotates oh but, that's um, true see but like, those two functions neither of those need to be that precise because if you're well, on a compass it's like your phone also has a digital level in it that is from an accelerometer mm. that can level uh in two dimensions not just one so um oh, like leveling a table um yeah the accelerometer that's true i forgot about that actually. and the iphone i think they're pretty good oh. it probably depends on which one you have what which which kind of iphone are you rocking here um what is this a six? Oh wow reaching way back actually i wonder if i had an advantage then because i have the the newest one and the screen is like extra tall so i'm curious i was actually oh. wondering about that like if i had a little bit of advantage, like i could see further in front of me um, I wonder if they like scale things in a way so, such that that's not the case, but um, mm. I, I was curious. Um, what to talk about with this game? What was your well, high score? Okay. So the, or do, are the, you ready? Are, the, I'll let you go. You seem like you got something. Go. Oh, I, I was just going to continue talking about the mechanics. Um, okay. Because the other part of the mechanics we didn't talk about was that there are like uh, challenges that you need to complete while you're, while you're running. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to advance the levels, and they oh sure they are incremental for each run you do. So like one of them's like step on fifteen bugs mm-hmm. uh, in this level, and if you get like five in one run, you can it'll save that, and you don't have to get fifteen in one run. Mm-hmm. Um, although there are some where you have to get there are some a certain amount in a run. It says yeah. like get a however many feet in in one run. So two things, I guess. First, um, what's the furthest you ever got distance wise? Uh, 205 feet. Oh, really? I only got like 160. Yeah, I got like 160 my first try and then less than that for like a very long time. And then right at the end, I got 205. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, mine was pretty linear. I did like steadily better. And then I think the 160 was my last one. Yeah, um, I was kind of uh, trying to figure out why the first time I did so well. And then well, part of it might be that there is some... I think there's some randomness in level generation. There definitely is. Yeah, not yeah. Think, I know because I did the same level multiple times. It's like, well, this spot used to have giant tires with mouths in them. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> I got run. very lucky that first run and that I didn't get any of the spinning acts. Uh, uh, so you know the how you get... Spinning Roombas? Yeah, the spinning Roombas. You know Those how are the hardest, definitely. Yeah, there will be some in like a group. Axes? I thought they had golf clubs in them. Well, it depends on what level you're on. Oh, if you're I don't on know the first level, the first level. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you just oh. weren't good enough when you played the first level. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, uh, hey, we got to the same level. Yeah, but we I got, got exactly way further, the same bro. amount through the game. Level I five, got way further. Also, I, I, I guess we're saying I'm like, we got to the same character level, but uh, I had hella shoes, and the shoes dictate what the environment is. Um. <laughs> So I had like four or five different pairs of shoes, Jordan. So oh, really? Like, I had ski boots me, and golf shoes. And I had classic shoes. I had sporty shoes, sneakers, different colored sneakers, ninja shoes, different oh, colored what's the ninja, ninja, ninja shoes. It's like a dojo and the music all changed uh, and there's like swords and shit on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's kind uh, of fun. I did, I did feel like that... that aspect of the game was amusing. <laughs> yeah, and like I like the I like the little song that plays... 
um it it it, it reminded me of uh like a mario party music yes like. it re- specifically reminded me of paper mario actually i don't know oh why, okay but, i've never yeah. played paper mario but yeah it has kind of like a nintendo like quality yes, but not like a nintendo big sprawling nintendo adventure but a little bit more like funny silly but uh, yeah each- yeah i don't know how to explain why but the music is kind of like cute yeah almost yeah like um and the music and, fits the little snake uh the sock, sock puppet, puppet yeah thing yeah that talks to you yeah that's that little guy's kind of funny but um <laughs> i i thought it was nice that a nice touch that like the different pairs of shoes which many pairs of shoes can be purchased for microtransactions yep two bucks um, a piece but uh the different pairs of shoes like totally change the environment and the music uh it's mm-hmm. kind of fun a little bit more variety than i would expect in a game like this yeah. But I think, yeah, although I, I will say that, uh, you can actually min max the shoes a little bit, I think, because uh-huh. the ski boots are so much bigger than the other shoes. Oh yeah. It's harder. To, you have less like screen visibility. <laughs> oh, so much sure. So I think really the best ones would be the high heels because yeah, technically you could see a little bit more. probably doesn't make that big a difference, but yeah, probably not huge. Oh God. There's Crocs you can get. Wow. Yeah. I saw those too. Um, <laughs> But I think I think the elephant in the room here, Jordan, we need to address. We need to talk about like microtransactions. Yes. And talk about all the ways this game is a mobile ass, ass mobile game. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, I guess I, I want to, like, talk about the sort of like design patterns for this style of game and why yes. they exist as such. Right. Like, yeah. like there's a reason so many mobile games take this tack of like okay, the base game is free, is free and it's yep. a run-based, infinite, randomly generated thing. So mm-hmm. we can uh, generate in- theoretically infinite content yes. without um, without having to do a bunch of bespoke programming or level design. Or I guess there is a lot of programming, just more it's level design. Yeah. Um, and also having uh, a set of challenges that are just basically like fulfill x number of x action uh and so that you can kind of build out like a shitload of challenges by just making the numbers bigger and those are like a way to sort of compel people to to keep playing uh Mm. and i don't know i mean the the i would say the like if you had to abstract everything about like phone game design from like the design Mm. to the funding structure to even like the phone phone game culture i would Mm. say it's like small bits repeated many many times right Mm. it's all about having small modular things and then trying to turn those small things into as big a number as possible so they're always like microtransactions, but they try to get you to either buy them a lot or Mm. lots of people to buy it yeah Uh, the individual um, like moments of the game are small, but then it gets procedurally generated out infinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I don't know. Just even like the style of the games kind of feels like small and cute in a way, but then yeah, there's hours there's, and hours and hours of content. There's a certain like mobile game look that's just like s- kind of simple, uh, but like colorful and appealing that I feel like so many mobile games adhere to just because I think like, having a pretty well-designed icon on the app store is like, you know, a good way to get people to play your game. 
<laughs> and yeah, I that's think that's true. Actually, I think something that people don't realize is that so many people play mobile games. Yeah, uh, it's huge. Actually, it's like probably. I mean, it's the, everyone has a smartphone, and every smartphone yeah. can run some kind of games. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's they're a huge market, and like a lot of people play these kind of kind of games, and just like sort of, uh, I guess. I'm trying to figure out the way to say this without being an asshole about it. But like a lot of people don't aren't thinking super critically about the mobile games they play because they're free. So it's like download it, play it. And like they're not thinking about the uh, like design implications of of like a mobile game. It's a little bit more like, is this fun? Like, do I want to? I, I guess the thing I. I, he- well, the, I hear a lot the, the from people that, that don't play any other games other than mobile games. It's like, oh, it's so addicting or it's so addictive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I just want to keep playing it. And it's like, okay, but like, do, are you enjoying it? Or is it just like you... Are you literally addicted? Do you need help? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's like kind of uh, epitomized by uh, sort of like clicker incremental games of like people, those have found yeah. like pretty wide popularity because I think uh, a lot of people that don't necessarily play games like just the uh intrinsic satisfaction of numbers getting bigger is like enough to compel you to like stick with something for some amount of time and uh, i think like a lot of these smaller games it's like oh moment to moment the play isn't that enjoyable but the um sort of the progression of like, Oh, I can get to level five by doing these three challenges. <laughs> and then I get a new pair of shoes and they look kind of cute and whatever yeah. this and this. And like, there's, they're always trying to keep giving you a reason to play. Mm-hmm. Not. And like that reason is almost never to, uh, like increase the depth of your skill or understanding of how the game works. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say, I mean, here's the, the generous, the, the like the way to like talk about that dynamic in a in a like value neutral way okay. which is that just like phone games are like whether good or bad are designed to be like related to in a very different way than uh like a console game or a pc game is you know uh when i'm playing a game on my pc i'm sitting down and i'm like now this is what i'm doing i'm playing the game you know i put on my headphones Mm-hmm. I'm, the screen takes up my whole field of view. It's like I am immersed in this activity. Phone yeah. games, people mostly play them like when they're doing something else. When I'm on, or the they're train, bored of doing something. When else. When I'm bored of doing something, in order to literally, I have time that I want to fill. I want this time to uh-huh. go away. I want to ignore this time that I have. Not like I have time. I want to like enjoy. Yeah, I want to spend time, time on this. I want, to, this. I I want, want to this time p- to be gone. I want to piss my time away into the wind. <laughs> Because I'm in a hospital waiting room. Or, okay, you know, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I'm waiting for I'm the in, dentist. I'm on a train. Because I'm in class I'm, and this lecture is going over my head. This lecture is boring me. You know, whatever <laughs> whatever it may be. Um. So, and I mean, obviously, phone game designers know that. They know. Yeah. So they, they design games that are designed to be picked up and put down quickly. Um. That, like, they instantly, like, take your attention, but then also, like, instantly give it away if you do put it down. Mm. Um. And that like very easy to uh, like restart. It doesn't like destroy all your progress if you have yep. to interrupt a run yeah. or something. Um, so there, I mean, there are ways to like, you know, there are some very, 
you could do interesting things with that that sort of um like those kinds of constraints i don't think there's anything like necessarily mm-hmm. like devious about it but the the sort of the way the funding structure of this has evolved it's just like, yeah like how can we squeeze out uh every every bit of penny attention? yeah yeah, and I mean the the thing about I I guess I wish I I should probably find this thread again, but I found a thread I forget what game it was, but it was at at one of the times when microtransactions were getting talked about uh like a lot. I think honestly I think it was when uh, Battlefront Two uh first came out and there was like people were just trying to burn down uh, electronic arts over it. Um, <laughs> but like uh. I, I I found a thread from a from a person who had basically been like the transactions designer for a company that made like almost exclusively mobile games. Oh, I think yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, and it was it was pretty interesting because they were talking about um like designers and creative people constantly trying to um find ways to put transactions in their games in a way that is meaningful and that is like totally optional. Uh, but then mm-hmm. also talking a lot about the ways that people spend money uh, on my tr- microtransactions and how uh, like people, there's like this assumption uh, that like a lot of people are buying a little bit, but in actuality, I it guess was, I he did. had, he had I some like do, yeah. data on like, yeah, most games. That's not actually true. Yeah. Most games. It's like, all of like 90% of our profit is coming from 10% of our player. Like 10% of players are buying any microtransactions and 90% of the people that are buying microtransactions are spending like tens to hundreds of dollars. Like it's like a super small portion of people. It was probably even less than 10%. They are now called. Yeah, exactly. It was like a very small portion of players are spending a giant amount of money and 90% or more are just not spending any money. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I should say that, uh, I, you know, non mobile games don't get a, don't get a pass, like a, a free pass. Like that, no. that exact same dynamic is true in hearthstone, uh, that, which I mean, I guess you can play on your phone also. Sure. It was not originally a phone game. That same thing is true in, um, I think it's true of like, like most loot crate based yeah um, as and well. i think i think uh, a little too often people sort of reject the reality of the situation which is that even for small indie developers that want to make creatively fulfilling games like you can make a mobile game that like microtransactions is the most sustainable way yeah. to run a game studio basically it's just like hey what if rather than getting a bunch of money all at once we got a little bit of money all the time and yeah. like that's how most normal businesses work is you get a more steady amount of money at sort of a semi-constant rate versus like huge spikes and then nothing for yeah. two years right yeah so uh for a lot of like independent developers or uh or developers that are are trying to make more independent games it's like okay well we can make this semi-soulless uh microtransaction game but if it gets even a little bit of a foothold we'll get a certain player base that is just going to keep coming back and keep putting money in so we can pay the bills while we make our like ambitious indie game that is has some weird crazy shit going on 
and obviously there yeah. are there are like development studios that exist that don't have that aspect that are just like pumping a bunch of mobile games out to make a shitload of money but um <laughs> it, it's something that that happens and and i don't know i guess the the other aspect is like i don't know there's always business people like games <laughs> are consumer products for the most part uh like m- the majority of yeah. games are consumer any, any products game studio that has more than five people <laughs> yeah yeah it's and even even game studios that have fewer than five people like outside of like academic settings or like strictly hobbyist like even if you're making a small game on the side like you most developers probably want it to make money so that they can quit their day job and yeah sure, make sure. games you know uh, as their as their as their job, right? Yeah, but, I, I thought uh, I just thought you were being like literal. Like the studio has people whose job is to like <laughs> run the numbers and see how much money they're going sure. in versus spending. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, obviously, not all game studios have a full time finance individual. Yeah, I should hope not. <laughs> um, is there anything else you wanted to uh, cover with this game? Um. Uh, there was something else I wanted to say. I, I, oh, this is just a a weird observation I had, but it's weird. I mean, I guess it's not that weird when you think about it, but it seemed weird to me that many of the ads I was getting when I was playing this game were for Mm -hmm. other mobile games. Yeah. Like, it's just this weird, like hermetically sealed yeah, like, like circular like cycle like, of like I'm making money from ads that's your that are, game and you're making money from ads for my game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it I think it's like indicative of the whole mobile game like watch an ad to continue a mobile game concept, right? It's just like well, everybody's using these ads, so it might as well be ads. Like we know one thing about a person playing a game is that they are willing to play a game. To play so mobile we, games, yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah. I, uh, I actually I also I use Duolingo a little bit, um, and unfortunately, it also yeah, has for this, other like, language things. <laughs> n- well, no, that's it's like there's a little bit more of a of a like weird disconnect there because it's like this educational program is like, ah, oh, it's all about education. Make yourself better. Like learn this language. Uh, if you want to learn this language faster, watch this a- uh, ad for TikTok, which is like, I don't even know what the hell TikTok is. Some like stupid social media ad, but, or social media thing, but it's like, uh-huh. check out this, uh, attractive lady with big boobs filming herself, <laughs> singing a song. And it's is that like, what it says. It says that to you. <laughs> it doesn't say that to me. It just shows that to me. <laughs> <laughs> it uses the language of film. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just yeah. want to like, let me spend $5 to, to play. I, know. Your thing. I was actually tempted to, for this game, pay the five for no ads. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it's like the thing that's hard. It's like, I understand that like for, uh, for developers it's like hugely beneficial or it's like it's great to just like have money coming in constantly i feel like my probably my favorite instances are games where you can buy your way out of the ads but then there are still other cosmetic items you can get afterwards so then it's like okay for me a person that doesn't have any interest in like cosmetics or being a whale i'll throw down two bucks so i don't have to look at ads uh but then still not having to worry about buying like a new pair of shoes in the game or whatever would be nice. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, one of the things that's sort of like there's, there's a sort of weirdly self reinforcing 
thing about it because like when I'm when I actually sit down and think about it like paying a small amount of money for a mobile game is like perfectly reasonable to the like uh you know capitalist rationality part of my brain it's like you, <laughs> you have you have x dollars and you need to you know only spend them you on have this to budget it in certain but ways my, the budget part of my brain very small very neglected but it's uh, <laughs> It's uh, it's like yeah, that's that's fine. Like four bucks for a four game. Four bucks who gives a shit? Whatever. That's totally cheap. But like, you can buy that and about, forget like, about it. I now because of the way I've been sort of primed to treat mobile games, I'm sort of like, if it has four or five dollars, I'm like, what? That's that's uh, absurd that's for a mobile game. They're yeah. usually free. Yeah. Uh, and then I get annoyed by the ads. So it's like even though I'm like. Mm-hmm. I, in, in my perfect world, it would be like, not my perfect world, but in a slightly <laughs> different world that I think would be better. It's uh-huh. like, you know, they're just all five bucks or something. Yeah. I'm still like, because I've become accustomed to this like way of treating it. Sure. I, I assume that I'm being ripped off if I'm getting charged $5, <laughs> even if I may in fact be like receiving a far better game. Yeah. Huh. It's interesting, man. They're reprogramming your brain, Jordan. I'm not saying that <laughs> they're trying to trick you, bro. They're fucking with your brain, man, to get you to spend more money to Dude, get rid of ads, bro. That's uh, that's like all commerce, though. <laughs> <laughs> Mobile games are special, and <laughs> you know, nah, I walk bro, like I, I walk bro. like three blocks from my my house to the university, and I see like twenty ads. It's like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, do you think we've, uh, have you got everything you covered, everything you wanted to cover with this game? Um, I, I one, okay. One other thing I was okay. just reminded when you said the word whale, but that word <laughs> actually, the reason it, it comes from, uh, the casino business actually. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, you know, a lot of casinos, um, it's the same thing. They make a huge amount of their money. I just read this book about video poker. That's actually really interesting. They make a huge amount huh. of their money from, uh, from the same small group of people who gamble a lot. Um, uh-huh. And it's actually, there's a lot of, it's re- very hard to like precisely measure this for a variety of reasons, but by some estimates, as mm-hmm. little as 4% of like video poker profits uh-huh. come from like casual players, huh. people who don't play very much. It's like, like more than 90%. Wow comes yeah. from people who 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 play at a level that is or is approaching like addiction yeah that's i mean uh the 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 twitter thread i was talking about earlier had like a very similar like a shocking statistic of like hey even if you're thinking like hmm probably way more people or way more of the money comes from a way smaller number of people even by that assumption it's still like a surprising figure yeah yeah it's kind of crazy man yeah it's crazy it's it's wild and on that note, <laughs> that's we're done. We're done with this shit. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, this is uh, the thing is, is like this is a fun, like colorful game. I I did enjoy my time playing it, and I think yeah, yeah. like alternative control schemes can be interesting. Uh, it's yeah, just, definitely. It's I just mean, kind it's, of I, it it it's just in yeah. I I don't mean to like say all this about the mobile game ecosystem to like dismiss this it. game so much as mm-hmm. just it's interesting that like. Uh, it's sort of like that's the water you swim in if you're making mobile games. Like even if you're trying to like use uh, like controller constraints in a mm. new and original way, it's still like 
the sort of apparatus, like the all the trappings of a mobile game, you still kind of like are obligated to incorporate. Yeah, um, absolutely interesting. Well, um, I'm yes. going to talk. I'm going to tell the people about what we're going to play next week, Jordan. Do it. Uh, we are going to play Beach Date. Uh, which is a game by Nina Freeman and Jake Jeffries. Nina Freeman, you might know, um, is a developer at Fulbright. Um, I think mm-hmm. she made this outside of that. I don't know uh, Jake Jeffries. I don't know what his uh, deal is from where <laughs> he comes. However, uh, he also made this game. Uh, anyway, it's a it's a it's a game. It looks like a a, a a couple at a beach. It seems kind of goofy and sweet. Uh, and also I think, I think it it's autobiographical. Them. Yeah, it yeah, definitely I think it is based on their pictures. I, yeah, it definitely looks like them. So, um, I'll be interested to see Nina Freeman is kind of known, um, outside of her job at Fulbright for making like some pretty like personal games, mm. uh, like definitely not afraid of making autobiographical games. I was telling Jordan earlier, I played her game Sybil, which is about, uh, you play as like a person, who meets uh, another person uh, in an online RPG like MMO and you sort of end up having this like online relationship that kind of mm-hmm. isn't very healthy. Um, and it's it's an interesting game. I think that one's actually on Steam. Uh, but anyway, we'll be playing Beach Date uh, next week. Uh, until then, uh, make sure to check out our website at edgardcast.com. You'll find, uh, you can listen to all our episodes there. Uh, also, all of the links to creators and Twitters are conveniently there. Uh, and also, you can just go straight to Twitter and follow us at EdgeGuardCast uh, to get, um, you know, hella tweets, bro. Hella tweets. Hella Specifically, tweets. links to the games. Yeah. Um, and the episodes. And discourse with creators sometimes, which is fun. Discourse. Yeah, the discourse, you know, man. Um, Good, high-quality discourse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, we will be back in seven days. And until then, uh, goodbye.